1: This hour of the Costa Report is brought to you by Dole Food Company, the world's leading producer and distributor of fresh fruits
2: and vegetables.
3: Welcome to the Costa Report. I'm Rebecca Costa, and thank you for joining me for another two hours of Straight Talk Radio. I want to extend a special welcome to U.S. military members and their families who are joining us over the Internet, along with listeners who may be discovering us on new radio affiliates in Massachusetts and New Hampshire. Thank you for being with us today. In just a moment, the founder, CEO, and genius behind Silicon Valley startup CrowdMed, Mr. Jared Heyman, will be joining us to talk about a new way to get to the bottom of difficult to diagnose diseases by aggregating the collective knowledge of physicians, researchers, and patients all around the world. But before Mr. Heyman joins us, as is my custom each week, let me tell you a little about his background. Jared Heyman is a U.S. citizen who received his business degree from the University of Texas at Austin. His first stop in business was as an associate consultant for Bain & Company. But like many enterprising entrepreneurs, Heyman was eager to strike out on his own. He bootstrapped the online research firm InfoServe, taking it from an idea on paper to $20 million in revenue and along the way inventing and patenting the Intango Prediction Market Platform, a method for collecting, aggregating, and analyzing consumer data. The inspiration for his second startup came from observing his younger sister, who spent three years and over $100,000 trying to diagnose what was finally determined to be a rare genetic disorder. Based on his success at InfoServe, Heyman launched CrowdMed. And in just a moment, we'll hear more about how this innovative new technology is revolutionizing the diagnoses of illnesses, especially those that are tricky to identify. It's my pleasure to welcome to the Costa Report, founder and CEO of CrowdMed, Mr. Jared Heyman. Thank you for joining us today, Mr. Heyman.
4: Thank you, Rebecca. Good to be here.
3: As I mentioned The inspiration for CrowdMed came from witnessing what your sister went through to find the right diagnosis and treatment. Tell us a little bit about that experience.
4: Sure. Well, uh, when my sister was 18 years old, she started experiencing really out of the blue these strange medical symptoms. So it at first manifested itself as as a severe depression, anxiety. Uh, She gained about 50 pounds worth of weight. Uh, She became very lethargic. Um, she was sleeping 14 hours a night, and uh, she, she was too tired to, to work or study or, or do anything productive with her life. And it, it really came as a shock to our family because she had always been a, a very healthy, happy, upbeat kind of kid. And then uh, during the first semester of her freshman year of college, out of the blue, literally over the course of just a few days, uh, her health took this terrible turn for the worse. And uh, it began this, uh, unfortunately, very long-term medical odyssey to try to figure out what was, what, was, what was wrong with her. So she had to drop out of school, and she uh, went home and lived at, lived at our parents' house in, uh, in a, a, a suburb of Atlanta. And over the next three years, uh, my, uh, our mom took her to uh, almost two dozen different doctors, uh, racked up over $100,000 in medical bills, and nobody could figure out what was, what was wrong with her. And uh, it really showed me the inadequacies that exist in today's medical system when it comes to helping people with either rare or, or difficult-to-diagnose conditions. As uh, Physicians have become really hyper-specialized, uh, where, where they have a hard time seeing outside of, of their, their specialty. And the, the primary care doctors today no longer serve the role they used to of acting as this kind of quarterback and this coordinator of care or for, for patients where now uh, primary care physicians have become more or less traffic cops where they just direct a, a patient to either the next the next specialist or uh, or, or if, if it's not something that they can they can easily solve but they only have eight or ten minutes with a patient and that's not nearly enough time to actually uh, take a holistic view of the patient's health. And, and try to solve a, a difficult medical case like, like my sister's. So uh, I was inspired to do something about this problem uh, because it, it, I knew that it was, it, uh, even, even though my sister was eventually diagnosed, it took way too long and, and there's way too much suffering in the meantime.
3: And I can't tell you how often we hear that when these conditions can't be diagnosed, they, uh, they assume that the culprit may be psychological. I mean, how many people with rare diseases have eventually been told it may be psychosomatic and are uh, then referred to a psychiatrist?
4: We see that all the time with our patients, and, and in fact, uh, my, my sister was also uh, given many false uh, uh, psychological diagnoses uh, when, in, when in actuality, her uh, her illness was very much physiological in, in origin. And now, after uh, you know, we've resolved over a thousand cases to date on the Calmette website. And I talked to lots of these patients. And and just as you mentioned, Rebecca, a a lot of patients say that uh, doctors would tell them, oh, it's just in your head. Um, as a way of kind of dis- dismissing their case, when in actuality they have very physical causes for for their symptoms.
3: And I'll tell you, you have enough doctors who are authority figures tell you that it's probably psychological. It's enough to make you nuts. I, I mean, seriously, it- it's it's a real problem to take someone who is experiencing real physiological. Uh, symptoms and tell them that, uh, you know, it's it's really a psychological and there's really no basis for it. Now, I understand that approximately one out of 10 Americans are affected by 7,000 different rare or difficult-to-manage conditions. So uh, w- how do they get help on CrowdMed?
4: We just wrote a blog post uh, we just published a few days ago uh, that, that's about this uh, th- this this phenomenon you just mentioned where um, rare diseases as individually are are rare, but collectively they're an epidemic. Uh, there's more rare disease patients collectively than, than cancer patients or um, diabetic patients, which of course we hear about a lot more often. Um, so it really is a problem.
3: In other words, having a rare disease is not rare. <laughs>
4: Having an individual one is, but having a rare disease, uh, or or one of you know one of the rare diseases, is is not rare at all. In fact, as you mentioned, one out of ten Americans at some point in their life will be diagnosed with a rare disease.
3: That's right. Now, using your sister's experience, tell tell us how that would have been different had CrowdMed been around.
4: Well, so on CrowdMed, if you're a patient like my sister with a a a un diagnosed or misdiagnosed or underdiagnosed medical condition, you can submit your case on our site and we have a community of what we call medical detectives. And these are people that love solving medical mysteries. Uh, So far we have about 15,000 medical detectives who have registered on our site. About two thirds of our active detectives either work in or study medicine. So these are most commonly uh, doctors, nurses, or med students. Although one-third are, are not medical professionals, and often other patients who have had a particular disease themselves, and they want to help identify uh, they want to identify and, and, and help solve cases for people that, that might have the same disease that, that they had. And uh, that mix between the practitioners and the, and, and the uh, fellow patients seems to work quite well, since the patients actually know more about specific diseases than do uh, the vast majority of doctors out there quite often. So, if you're if you're a patient like my sister, you submit your case on our site by answering this comp- comprehensive uh, set of medical questions. Uh, you can upload diagnostic test results, imaging test results, really any clues that may help our medical detectives solve your case. Uh, then it goes through our patented uh, prediction market technology. Uh, we've got two <laughs> issued U.S. patents on on our process, which is uh, very uh, structured and and really. Uh, custom designed to to really accurately crowdsource the answers to these medical cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, so during that time period that the case is active on our site, there's a chat feature, for example, where medical detectives can ask questions to the patient to gather more information about their symptoms or or their test results or any other uh, data that may may not have been included in the patient's initial case submission. They can suggest diagnoses and solutions. Uh, They can support other people's suggestions with Mm -hmm. with point bets. And um, it's a really involved process that helps a lot of communication and collaboration between the patient and the medical detectives.
3: Right. So 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 really, they're collaborating with the best experts and people who have experience all around the world. Now, uh, we're going to have to take our first scheduled break. When we come back, we're going to find out just how CrowdMed separates good information from fiction. You're listening to the Costa Report. I'm here today with Scott Caraccioli. Where can people go to get Caraccioli Sellers wines?
4: The best place is your computer and go to CaraccioliCellars.com and that's C-A-R-A-C-C-I-O-L-I, Sellers with a C. Or if you happen to be in the Carmel area, visit our tasting room in downtown on Dolores. We're also available in many restaurants. We're distributed in about 15 states and we direct ship to about 30. So there's a good chance that we can get it to your door.
3: And I will tell you that the easiest way to get the wine is to go straight to the website. It makes it so convenient to have it arrive at your doorstep. I cannot tell you how many dinner parties I've had where even though you're not that far away from me, (laughs) I've ordered by mail so that the wine would arrive in time for my dinner party and it always has.
5: Visit the Caraccioli Tasting Room on Dolores Street in Carmel by the Sea or find us online at caracciolicellars.com or reach us by phone 831-622-7722.
6: Big Data is changing the way organizations work. From data-driven marketing and ad targeting to the connected car, Big Data is fueling product innovation and new revenue opportunities. It's creating a culture in which business and IT leaders join forces to realize value from all data. They infuse analytics everywhere and make speed a differentiator, gaining competitive advantage from faster, more informed decisions. Leading organizations are creating new business models, developing new roles, and defining new big data architectures, including an infrastructure that can manage and process exploding volumes of structured and unstructured data, in motion as well as at rest, while protecting data privacy and security. Find out how IBM Big Data and Analytics can transform your business. Visit www.ibm.com bigdata big data today.
7: Hi, this is Debbie, wife and mother of four. I recently had a wonderful experience with Jim Doty at Onyx Lending. I've brought Jim here today to explain why my experience with Onyx was so different than those in the past. Thanks, Debbie, for having me. Jim, why did it seem like my loan was approved so much faster than they have been in the past? Well, we're not a big, huge corporate bank. We're a family-owned lender. Your file didn't get put on a conveyor belt. It started and ended with me. As you can attest, it makes a difference in your speed and your customer experience at Onyx Lending. Jim, it was absolutely a transaction above all others. I have to say, I was really impressed that I got the rate that you quoted me. Thanks, Debbie. We pride ourselves in hard work and dedication. If one of our listeners was to call in, are they going to get the same service that I received? Of course they will. All right, well, there you have it. Give Jim a call at 844 go to onyx That's O-N-Y-X. Or you can click on our website, onyxlending.com.
2: Equal Housing Lender,
8: NMLS ID 984885.
2: Money can't make you happy, but the lack of it can sure add a lot of stress to your life. Need help with your personal finances? Listen Thursday nights at 7 p.m. to Money Moves. Host Pamela Fugit hedrick offers one hour of free tips and tools to help you manage your cash flows with her Money Moves. Each Thursday night, she discusses topics like how to prevent a complete personal financial meltdown, how to start a go-to fund for emergencies, provide ideas on how to cut back rather than cutting out some of your expenses, how to erase your debt load and financial stressors, how to find funding for your retirement, how the heck do you enroll to use health insurance, No more excuses. Money Moves can answer these questions and so much more. Tune in Money Moves with your host, Pamela Fugit-Hedrick, Thursday night from 78 p.m. to work on your Money Moves.
3: Welcome back to the Costa Report. I'm Rebecca Costa, and my guest today is Silicon Valley entrepreneur and founder and CEO of CrowdMed, Mr. Jared Heyman. And before the break, you were explaining uh, how a patient can answer a series of questions, upload diagnostic results, and can converse in a chat room with medical detectives from around the world, and uh, they're all available to help identify the correct diagnosis. Um, and and uh, this just seems like such a wonderful service for someone who may be going through the agonizing process of Going to one specialist after another, after another, and even being, uh, even having it suggested that their disease may be psychological, which is a a very agonizing thought to someone who's experiencing physical symptoms.
4: That's right, and uh, you know we we the uh, the human impact that our site has has had so far is, is absolutely really enormous. Uh, so we've so far we've resolved over a thousand real world medical cases on our site. And to give you an idea of how difficult these these cases are, the average patient who submits a case on the site had already been sick for eight years, they'd already seen eight doctors, and they'd already incurred, or should say they and their payer, had already incurred over $60,000 in medical expenses. So these are very... uh,
3: You know, I want to say that again. I I think that's really important. I don't want our audience to miss this. These 1,000 cases that have been resolved by CrowdMed... These were folks that had been bounced around in the medical system for eight years. This is just unacceptable.
4: I think there's a big problem out there uh, when it comes to the the medical system as it's structured today. is really not able to help people that have complex cases. And we've just
3: determined that that most people, one out of ten people, will have a complex case. That's correct. So so we're talking 10% of people uh, in America that get ill will will likely have some form of a rare disease and as we pointed out earlier uh, rare diseases are not rare when you aggregate them all together uh it's roughly let's say 10% uh and that's that's a big number so the internet's a bit of a wild west uh with just as much bogus science um uh, as there is good research how, how do you make a distinction if the doctors the patients and the other folks that are medical detectives and they have a variety of uh, backgrounds and qualifications how how do you make a distinction from those that are qualified to weigh in from those that are
4: not? That's a great question. And I would say at its core, the technology that we've developed and patented, what it really does is separate signal and noise. Uh, Because as you mentioned, there's there's a lot of noise out there. Uh, There's a lot of people that don't really know what they're saying. There are a lot of uh, bogus diagnostic and solution suggestions people might make online. And it is kind of the wild, wild west. So our goal is to create a technology, um, and what we've done is, is I believe, created a technology that separates the signal and the noise, that identifies who knows what they're talking about and who doesn't, and which suggestions are good and which ones are bad. Now, in terms of how we do that, um, uh, uh, it's a combination of, of lots of different technical features that we've created. One is a reputation system that assigns a different level of weighting to each individual depending on their prior performance not their formal credentials, I should mention. We believe that, that performance is a, is a greater indicator of, 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 of merit than, than formal credentials. And in fact,
3: By actually, performance, by their, do you mean how many times they correctly diagnose a patient?
4: That's one of the things is, uh, that our, our algorithm um, includes is the number of uh, correct diagnostic suggestions they've made. We also look at their ratings from their peers mm-hmm. and from patients. So there's a subjective side to our algorithm as well that, that – uh, just more weighting to people that have high peer, rankings, high peer ratings and high uh, patient ratings. Uh, and then we also look at how often they supported someone else's suggestion that turned out to be right. And we combine all those things into what we call a detective rating or DR score that we assign to each medical detective on our platform. And when someone first joins the platform, they start with a DR of three, which basically means they have very limited privileges and influence on the site. They can't do very much. For example, if, if they want to suggest a diagnosis, that suggestion has to be approved by a higher higher ranking detective before it counts, before the patient can see it. And there's other limitations as well. But then as someone proves themselves over time, they can climb up the ranks all the way to DR9 or DR10, in which case they can be case moderators. Uh, they can suggest things without prior approval. Uh, their their point bets or or point allocations carry more weight. Uh, lots of things to really uh, make sure that the best detectives have the most influence, and the newbies who haven't yet proven themselves have relatively little influence. Uh, on top of that, we also have a lot of technical features to make sure that the best answers rise to the top, and the worst answers don't. So it's not only about uh, uh, creating a differential uh, ranking system for our detectives, but also each individual suggestion where, for example, if a suggestion is made that other detectives feel is bad, they can flag it, and if enough people flag it, then it's, it's, re- it's removed or eliminated, and the person who suggested is, who suggested that flag diagnosis is penalized. Uh, conversely, if a suggestion is very good, then uh, detectives can, can bet or allocate points to it, which makes it kind of rise to the top, and our, and our system assigns a higher probability to it. So all this structure I'm talking about is really missing from traditional medical forms or from the internet at large. But we wanted to create a, a very structured, organized process to, to, to be able to accurately crowdsource something that has traditionally been left only up to individual experts.
3: So give me some idea, on average, how long does it take to come up with a diagnosis of a rare disease?
4: Well, from as, as soon as the case is submitted, it starts collecting suggestions. Um, And over the course of uh, a case's duration on our site, it it might collect 30 different suggestions, uh, but uh, we'll ultimately uh, identify the two or three that seem most probable for that patient through um, our algorithm and structure that I that I touched upon. Uh, Our typical case resolution time is only about two or three months, and and though you know that is you know that takes as longer than a couple days for someone who's been suffering for eight years waiting another two or three months for an accurate diagnosis is is not really too long to wait. And uh, we're very proud of that. Uh, We're proud of the fact that our system seems to work, our crowdsourced approach, where we get an average of one or two dozen uh, medical detectives in each case all at once. That seems to be much more efficient than the traditional process of a patient seeing one doctor at a time, often with months between appointments.
3: I agree with you. I think this idea that you're going to do this in a serial mode. One doctor and that doctor doesn't pan out. Go to the next doctor. Meantime, your, your condition is deteriorating. Uh, You know, it's not something that you want to handle in a serial-like manner, but the medical community seems to operate that way when time is your greatest enemy. Now, I read in an independent survey that using uh, CrowdMed, uh, you can get a diagnosis 50 to 100 times faster than the U.S. medical system. And uh, I thought that was so outstanding that we had to have you as a guest on the program because I – I, I don't know why this isn't you know the headline news in the New York Times. I, I was just I, I thought this is a great discovery. This is this is a landmark breakthrough in the medical community. And and while most of the emphasis has been on rare diseases, I have to say uh, I would use CrowdMed. Over any symptoms. I. I mean, if I didn't have a rare disease, I think I, I would probably uh, log on. But we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Uh, stay right where you are. We'll be right back with more from Jared Hyman and CrowdMed. You're listening to the Costa Report. <music> As a scientist who works hard to stay on top of current events and trends, I know how easy it is to get caught up in the details of a story and lose sight of the big picture. What is happening to society as a whole? Where are we headed? Why does it feel as if there's greater instability, unrest, and danger in the world? The truth is very few of us have time to contemplate these questions. And if we're waiting for our leaders or the media to paint a clear picture, well, we may be in for a long wait. That's why I'm urging you to grab a copy of the Watchman Rattle, do it now. Go to RebeccaCosta.com. Find out why scientists, government leaders, and the heads of the largest corporations in America are waking up to a newly uncovered pattern of human behavior. That's The Watchman's Rattle. At RebeccaCosta.com, a bestseller in 26 countries and a book that Richard Branson, Donald Trump and experts everywhere are calling a must-read. That's The Watchman's Rattle, available at bookstores everywhere and online at RebeccaCosta.com. Hi,
1: it's MZ. I want to share some really personal information with you. It's a fact that as we age, it becomes more challenging to do certain things that used to be much easier for us to do when we were younger. I'm 63 now and I can't hop across the beach rocks that I used to do with ease 20 years ago. It's clear to me that at some point in the future I will probably need help doing things I do with ease by myself today. My wonderful mom Kay is at that point now. At 30 plus years older than me, Kay is still able to give great motherly advice just as always and voice excellent radio spots. But she now needs some assistance doing things around the house and keeping her mind and body engaged. Thank God for Jackie Tucker and her wonderful staff at Care from the Heart in-home services here in Santa Cruz. In business for the past 18 years. Entrusting a loved one to the care of someone outside the family can certainly be a stressful experience. Not with care from the heart. Every associate is competent, professional, and sensitive as can be. What sets them apart is the prompt response when care is needed. If you or a loved one needs help, a little or a lot, at home or in an assisted living facility, I strongly recommend Care from the Heart in-home services. Call 476 or online at carefromtheheart.net. Call 476-8316 or carefromtheheart.net please tell them MZ sent you. Care from the heart in-home service will serve your loved one with dignity and respect.
8: If you have a home, you have problems. But in your neighborhood, you've got an ace in the hole. Hello, Charlie Friedman here with good news for all of you out there who have a garage door that needs painting, a gate that needs a hinge, or a leaking seal on the shower faucet. The good news is you can find a solution for almost every home and garden problem at your neighborhood ace hardware store. That's right, you don't need to go to that big box store because you can find neighborhood Ace Hardware stores in Freedom, Marina, Gilroy, Salinas, and at two locations in Watsonville. These Ace Hardware stores are locally owned by my friends Manuel and Carlos Rodriguez. They're almost always on hand to make certain you find the solution to your problem. So, when you have a problem, head for your neighborhood Ace Hardware store. You'll be met at the door and taken straight to the solution to your problem, and you'll be on your way soon with the solution in the bag and a smile on your face. Now, at all Ace locations, pick up your longevity, tangy tangerine, and healthy body start packs at great prices. Ace is the place. You're Ace in the Hole. We've been called socialist, slow lives, and un-American. And then there's what the callers have to say. Get your weekly dose of youthful idealism on the Cabrillo Insider with myself, Dan Wu, and a slew of guest hosts. Every Saturday from 5 to 6 in the pre-evening, we grill experts on everything from solving government budget gridlocks to treating illnesses with psychedelics. Following Mike Jacoby's Raising the Standards, we prove that what goes up must come down on the Cabrillo Insider. Every Saturday from 5 to 6 p.m., offer void during Burning Man. (laughs)
3: Welcome back to the Costa Report. I'm Rebecca Costa, and if you're just joining us, our guest today is founder and CEO of CrowdMed, Mr. Jared Heyman, and you were just explaining how uh, the medical detectives who participate on CrowdMed have to earn the impact that they can have on any diagnosis by their performance over time. So the more helpful and accurately they diagnose on the site, uh, the more weight their diagnosis and suggestions will have. Now, um, I, I understand that uh, last year, an actor that plays one of the most uh, popular doctors on television came on board as an investor. So so tell us a little bit uh, about how and why Grey's Anatomy dr mcdreamy got involved
4: <laughs> sure and of course that actor is uh, patrick dempsey mm-hmm. um, who, uh, of uh, most most famously of of gray's uh playing dr mcdreamy on gray's anatomy and until his character was just recently killed i believe a week or two ago um but uh, uh patrick was introduced to me through uh, one of our investors i uh, uh, it was a uh, uh, I'll, I'll make a, a shout out to him the uh, investor patrick chung at the uh, Silicon Valley BC NEA. And Patrick Chung it, um, uh, happens to be friends with Patrick Dempsey's agent and uh, introduced us one day and had a nice hour-long meeting with, um, with, with Patrick Dempsey and, and some people on his team, uh, along with our investor who introduced us. And he was really enthralled by, by what we're doing. Uh, Patrick has a particular interest in, uh, in the medical space, uh, perhaps uh, as a result of, of playing a doctor on TV, I'm not sure and uh, he has the uh, Dempsey Cancer Center um, in his hometown in Mass- in, uh, on the East Coast northeast and he, uh, he I think he wanted to do something more in medicine and and he he saw us as a a, a Silicon Valley startup that was having a big impact in the medical space and he wanted to uh, invest in, in the company and and also endorse us. Um, and he's he's done a great job. Uh, he's been a very helpful investor, and, and he's done some things to help help get the word out about CrowdNet and and increase our exposure. Uh, and he's been great to work with.
3: Well, I thought it was appropriate that McDreamy is representing a McDreamy Technology. <laughs> I mean, This is clearly somewhere where fiction and reality have uh, somehow intersected. Um, I, I have to ask you uh, about. Physicians and the medical community. How, how have they responded to CrowdMed? Are they excited to have their patients use it? And, and uh, more importantly, are they using it themselves?
4: Uh, sure. Uh, and we, we've seen, in general, uh, a, a, a warm reception from the medical community, at least amongst the uh, the younger uh, uh, doctors and and med students. Uh, in fact, medical students are are most are one of our more common uh, groups of medical detectives on the site. Uh, a good chunk of, of our active detectives uh, are, are actual medical students, and usually in their third or fourth year, or uh, or re- residents or, or fellows. And uh, so the younger uh, physician population or aspiring physician population who grew up with social media and is, is very accustomed to this idea of, of, of the masses collaborating on things um, are generally give us a very warm reception. Uh However, I will say that sometimes older physicians uh, who have been practicing uh, medicine 20 or 30 years, uh, they're a little resistant to the idea of, of crowdsourced medicine. They think that uh, medical answers should be something that's only given by an individual doctor kind of working on their own. Uh, perhaps they grew up in an era that where, uh, where, where crowdsourcing or, 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 or social networks or uh, basically tapping into the wisdom of, ma- of the masses. Uh, was not as commonly done. They're more of this individual expert kind of paradigm.
3: Well, Um, individual experts would be fine, except for that uh, in the latest research, uh, they indicate that a physician would have to spend about 160 hours a week combing through journals and papers just to stay current in their uh, in their field which if you do the math leaves about eight hours a week to sleep eat drive to work and actually see patients so clearly uh, that is not a strategy that works
4: <laughs> well we've seen this huge proliferation of, of medical knowledge or, or data that's out there and it, it's just impossible these days for any any mortal, to keep up with the amount of information that, that's out there and, and emerging every single day in, in the field of medicine. But one thing that's really interesting about crowds is crowds don't have any type of cognitive limitations. So if a crowd is large enough, it can collectively know all there is to know. It's just a matter of how do you, how do you get the right people to look at the right case in our, in our, our situations, look at the right medical case and how do you aggregate all of their collective knowledge? But uh, you know, I like to say the crowds are, are omniscient, even though individuals uh, certainly have cognitive limitations.
3: Yes, but this is the beauty of of the crowd. There is no cognitive limitation. The, the actually, the limitation of the crowd is the entire universe of human knowledge and experience.
4: That's right. I mean, if, if in theory we could, we could tap into, we could. Uh, expose the entire human population to a case, then 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 there would be a hundred percent chance of it being solved because that, 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 that crowd would collectively know all there is to know. Um, in actuality, of course, we can't get, you know, all the uh, billions of human beings to look at every case, but we do try to get uh, 16 or more medical detectives looking at every case on our site. And of course, 16 people have 16 times the knowledge that any one person could. So it's, it's certainly a step in the right direction.
3: That, that's absolutely correct. How about insurance companies? Have you had interest from them?
4: We've just started talking to them recently. So okay. uh, currently we're a completely direct-to-patient model where the patient submits the case on our site, they pay for the case on our site, and the, the patient is, the only, uh, is our only customer. But we've just recently started talking with, with insurance companies, um, a lot of the, the major ones that you've heard of, And they're interested because, well, they see CrowdMed first and foremost as a a cost savings mechanism. Um, Our cost to resolve these cases is a small fraction of what it costs through the traditional medical system. So uh, their actuaries are excited about us because uh, we can uh, reduce the cost of solving certain cases from the tens of thousands of dollars to a few hundred dollars. Well,
3: just imagine Uh, what it it costs an insurance company for someone to try to get a diagnosis for eight years uh, uh, as opposed to if you can do anything to cut that down and get them on the right track to health. Uh, that's got to be something insurance companies would jump all over. And so much of the change in the, in the medical field uh, seems to be coming from a financial viewpoint and uh, pressure from insurance companies.
4: Well, the insurance companies hold a lot of power today, for better or for worse. And uh, they're, uh, as businesses, they're mostly motivated by ways of improving their bottom line. You know, internally at CrowdMed, we're we're more excited about the human impact and, and the way that we're saving lives and improving lives every day and the hundreds of notes of thanks that we've collected from patients about how we've returned them to health after many years of suffering. But when I talk to insurers, I, I focus on the ROI and, and the fact that uh, we are uh, orders of magnitude more efficient in terms of time and cost. Uh, so they should have every incentive to, uh, to to sponsor their patients' cases on our site especially those that they've identified as either being high cost or potentially being high cost uh, because we can, um, we can really stem that, that, that stem the, uh, the spend on these cases pretty dramatically by leading these patients to a correct diagnosis or cure in a, just a couple of months as opposed to having them bounce from doctor to doctor often over the course of many years.
3: Well, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, how often do we see, though, uh, a technology that could have a huge impact on society, on the planet, uh, on humanity. Uh, but the, the inventors of the technology can't make the business case. And so it never gets into critical mass. And you can't really have social change. You can't really impact the world uh, as a whole unless you can make that business case. And I think in this case, particular technology making the business case is uh, just as powerful Uh, it's one of those great opportunities where you can make the financial case just as powerfully as you can make the uh, the the case that uh, you are truly impacting uh, the quality of life everywhere and the wonderful thing about this is all you need is a mobile phone to be able to take advantage of this wonderful new technology now uh, unfortunately we're gonna have to take our last break But stay where you are. We'll be right back after these important messages from our sponsors today. You're listening to the Costa Report.
7: Hi, I'm Amy Tobin, cookbook author and culinary expert. Strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, and raspberries. Dole has a bounty of berries ripe for the picking. Fresh berries are not only delicious, but some of the most powerful disease-fighting foods available. Researchers have found that berries have some of the highest antioxidant levels of any fresh fruits. So add a handful or two of your favorite berries to your next meal and enjoy their nutritional benefits and natural sweetness in all of your dishes, from salads to desserts and everything in between. For fresh tips and ideas from Dole's berry experts, visit berries.dole.com. And be sure to check out the pages of mouthwatering recipes. Whether it's a sweet and savory blueberry cranberry chicken salad or a simple strawberry sorbet, Dole has the perfect berry to inspire your
5: next berrylicious dish. Biodiversity is the very fabric of our lives.
8: When you see a dripping faucet these days, you run to the hardware store. But the real urgency may be the leaking we can't see. And that's the electricity leaking from the circuits inside our walls. But wait, if you can't see the Tron's leaking, how do you know you're safe? Let's ask the Doctor of circuits, Chris Jensen from JM Electric.
6: Chris, what can we do? Thanks, Charles. And yes, electrical leaks are a real danger, What you can't see can hurt you. You may not be able to see leaking electricity, but JM Electric's testing equipment can. Our state-of-the-art tools can find hidden dangers behind your walls. And JM Electric is happy to help folks out with a free home assessment to see if the current safe testing service is right for your home. Give us a call at 422-7819. That's J.M. Electric at 422-7819. Folks, don't
8: let a leaky electrical system keep you up at night. Give my friends at J.M. Electric a call. They can make your home safe, just like they did mine, and now I sleep better at night. Give J.M. Electric a call, 422-7819, or visit jmelectric.com. Tell them I sent you.
1: I'm here with Sharon and Ron of the Bay Briar Shop, Soquel. On Porter, 3015 Porter, off of Soquel Drive. Come to the Bay Briar Shop and get Longevity products. You have probably the greatest selection of the most popular products where you can just go in and buy it with cash, right? Yes,
6: absolutely. Uh, basically, you can come in and get the product, pay cash check or credit card, and walk out with the product.
1: The Bay Briar Shop. 3015 Porter, off of Soquel Drive. And Soquel. What's the phone number? 475-1751. See you at the Bay Briar
3: Are you feeling stuck in some area of your life or frustrated that your life isn't quite what you dreamed it would be? It's not too late to do something about it. Join me, Life Coach Laura, on Mondays for tips and tools to help you get more of what you want in life and to begin creating your amazing life right now. That's Mondays right here on KSCO 1080.
1: Create your amazing life, Mondays from 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. on KSCO
3: welcome back to the costa report i'm rebecca costa and our guest today is jared hayman uh so looking down the road uh tell us where you think this crowdsourced medicine is headed
4: well, I think we're still in the early stages compared to what we what we can be. You know, we're, we're very proud of the fact that we've resolved over a thousand cases to date and, and impacted so many people's lives and, and either saved or improved so many lives. But that's a very small fraction of the patients out there who need us. So there are millions of people in the U.S. alone who, who could who could get the answers they need through our through our technology. But many of them aren't yet aware of CloudNet. Uh, you know, we're still a, a relatively early stage startup. And though we built some amazing technology and, and, and proven, proven it with a statistically valid number of, of cases, uh, we're yet, we haven't yet hit that mainstream adoption curve yet. And, and we want to have millions of cases resolved on our site as opposed to over 1,000. So uh, our focus right now is, first of all, on distribution, uh, getting the word out and making people aware of the site through advertising and marketing and, and partnerships. But also, uh, we want to change our revenue model where instead of having to rely on patients to pay for the cases directly, uh, which does cost a few hundred dollars, and sometimes uh, that's not accessible to everyone as an out-of-pocket expense, we want to have it paid for by insurance companies and employers and uh, risk-bearing providers. So, in other words, uh, the, the medical system or the, the, the players in the medical system who are currently bearing the cost and risk uh, for for, for, patient, for these patients' cases. Mm-hmm. And I think once we can, we, once we can establish these partnerships with all the big health plans out there, all the big provider systems, uh, a lot of major employers, then at that point, uh, crowdnet will be much more mainstream, and it'll be something that uh, every day when um, when people are are sick and they've been searching for answers that, that they can't find, either through trying to self-diagnose online or bouncing from doctor to doctor, they'll say, well, maybe there's this other option of of crowdsourcing the, the answer to my medical case. And I'll submit it on CrowdMed, and and there they have a, a very good chance of, uh, of getting the answers they need.
3: So how does it work? Uh, do uh, patients buy a subscription, or do they use it one time to get their diagnoses?
4: We have a subscription uh, model right now where uh, patients pay between $99 and $249 a month to have their case on our site. Uh, We have three different packages, uh, the $99 light package, the $149 standard package, and the $249 premium package, uh, which which all include different levels of service and and different uh, um, options. And uh, the patients just pay per month to have their case on our site and exposed to our medical detective community. Uh, Typically typically patients only need two or three months um, on our site. But some six months or longer to really allow more time, uh, not only to collect responses from, from more medical detectives, but also to allow a little more back and forth between our medical detective community and their physicians. So, for example, the detectives may say, uh, you know, I'd really like for you to get this test run and report back to us with the results. And that gives them time to then have the test run through the medical system, get the results, and then share it with our, with our community. So that's why we did it subscription based so patients can really control how much time they want their case to be on our site.
3: Well, with all the financial benefits of diagnosing accurately and uh, quicker uh I, I i'll tell you i i i wish this had gotten bundled into the affordable care act as a mandatory re- first stop requirement uh before seeking help uh but i think you're definitely on the right track there you get insurance companies and and uh, medical facilities to um to to pick up the small costs just to make sure that they're delivering the most efficient and the best care that they can uh, particularly as we've established uh, time and time again rare diseases are not rare <laughs> they they're, when you start to aggregate them all together uh, this is a problem that affects uh, many many Americans and uh, and then if we look at a global basis i can't even imagine what the numbers begin to look like now before we run out of time uh, I want you to give the website address where people can go to get more information because I know I'm going to get a million emails on this topic.
4: <laughs> sure, it's, it's simply crowdmed.com.
3: That's C R O W D M E D, crowdmed.com.
4: That's right. And uh, on that site, we have lots of information. Uh, there's a button you can click on to submit a case. Another button you can click on to uh, register some medical detective and, and try to solve cases. And uh, we have videos that explain how it works. And we have uh, about a dozen or so success stories that we highlight on the site and lots of information for prospective patients and medical detectives.
3: So if there are listeners, and I know there will be today, who have symptoms which have not been properly diagnosed, or you know someone who is going through, excuse the language, the hell of trying to find out what is wrong with them and trying to get help, and particularly those who have been directed to psychiatrists Uh, because no one believes that their symptoms are real because they don't add up to some, uh, more well-known disease. Uh, please do send them to CrowdMed. That's C-R-O-W-D-M-E-D dot com and, uh, and give them the help that they need. Well, believe it or not, we are almost at the end of the hour, but before we let you go, on behalf of millions of patients, who now have the opportunity to benefit from the knowledge and the experience of others. I want to thank you for your tenacity. Thank you, Mr. Heyman.
4: Well, thank you, Rebecca. I I really appreciate uh, the interview, and and, uh, I I appreciate uh, all your kind words.
3: Well, I hope you'll come back soon and tell us more of the great stories of how people have been helped because uh, we'd love to hear more from you as you as you make this journey to get the support of the medical community and the insurance companies. Thank you again for stopping by.
4: Thank you. I look forward to coming back soon.
3: If your station is leaving us after this hour and you have a question or a comment to make about our interview with Jared Heyman, you can email me at RebeccaCosta.com or drop me a note on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. We are all over the Internet, folks. You want to comment on things, you don't have to look far to find us. And if you missed the full interview with Heyman or any of our other guests, you can download previous episodes of the Costa Report from our website, Apple iTunes, Podbean, and our YouTube channel. And while you're at our website, take a moment to check out the videos, the blogs, articles the commentaries by people you know folks like richard branson trudy styler donald trump eo wilson the website is chocked full of information and videos that you will not find anywhere else including one of the world's most advanced flying cars that's right flying cars in action which will be rolling off of production in as little as 24 months hard to believe And speaking of breaking news, make sure you pick up your copy of The Watchman's Rattle. Just click on the image of the book, and it'll take you right over to the ordering page. If you're planning a trip or you're just looking for a good read this summer, this is the only book that shows how complexity, over-regulation, and more data than at any other time in human history has produced gridlock, along with a disturbing confusion between empirical facts and unproven beliefs. It has happened before in human history, and you can be the judge as to whether it is happening again to us. Get your copy of The Watchman's Rattle. Do it now. Bookstores are out of first editions, and we have very few left in stock. The best news of all is that 100% of the proceeds from book sales go toward keeping programming, like the interview you just heard today, on the air. And where else are you going to hear about a breaking technology that has the power to transform your life during a time of crisis when you need the help most? So go to RebeccaCosta.com and order your copy of The Watchman's Rattle. Folks, do it now. It only takes a couple of minutes. You'll be glad you did. And be sure that you ask for a custom dedication and autograph when you place your order. That's important because, you know, you might want to pick up a couple of copies For friends of yours, you know, holidays are coming up, birthdays. uh, Yeah, I I, I don't know about you, but every other month I'm invited to an event where I need to bring a gift. (laughs) And and I don't know why I don't order a hundred of the same thing. I, I, I always think I have to go shop for some unique gift for that person. And I can't tell you how often I sit there and I think, well, why don't I have a book inscribed by the author? It's it's customized. It says, I thought of you. Uh, and uh, and, it, and it's relatively inexpensive. Books are still inexpensive. So uh, do go to RebeccaCosta.com and grab your copy of The Watchman's Rattle. If your station is leaving us after this hour, our guest next week was unable to confirm with us prior to airtime. So please check your local station for who will be joining me in the studio next week or visit RebeccaCosta.com, our website, where you can read a little bit about our guest and catch up on a lot of news and information that you will not find anywhere else. Now stay tuned for another hour of Straight Talk Radio. You're listening to The Costa Report. Mm -hmm.